Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. Today on 30 Minutes, excerpts from the 2014 Tucson Festival of Books. La Estrella de Tucson editor Ernesto Portillo Jr. and KXCI programmer moderates a panel entitled Low Writing, Low Writing, Stories, Art, Life, and Perspectives of the Low Writing Culture. The panel was hosted by Nuestros Traices, a program of the Pima County Library. Panelists include Santino J. Rivera, Art Mesa, and Ben Chappelle. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. The presentations you see here are brought to you by Nuestras Raices, a Pima County Public Library program that builds community by celebrating Mexican-American authors, arts, and culture. The following presentation and all those at the Pima County Public Library tent are made possible by the generous support of the Friends of the Pima County Public Library. Thank you for coming to listen to this panel discussion on the diverse landscape of the low-riding culture. Panelists will provide perspectives from academic, um, author, artist, feminist, and filmmaking lenses. And now, now you're up. I'd like to introduce you to our moderator for this presentation, writer at the Arizona Daily Star, La Estrella de Tucson, Ernesto Portillo Jr. Thanks. Gracias. I'm glad she made the presentation, the introduction, because I can skip all that. I'd like to introduce our panelists this afternoon. Here in La Tusca, bienvenidos, Art Mesa, Ben Chappelle, Santino Rivera. Art Mesa is a photographer born and raised in Los Angeles, California, who infuses elements of his daily surroundings, his love for classic ramflas and lowrider culture, and pride of his Chicano upbringing to produce images with what he calls Chicano soul. You can find over 50 of those images in his new book, Low Riding. Ben Chappelle is an associate professor of American studies at the University of Kansas. He earned his doctorate in anthropology and folklore from the University of Texas at Austin, where he first developed an interest, an interest in lowriders. For his dissertation, he did ethnographic research with car clubs and individual lowriders in Austin. Following up with several additional research trips after graduating, he published the book Lowrider Space, Aesthetics and Politics of Mexican-American Custom Cars in 2012. He has published several other academic papers on a subject including Lowrider Style in Cultural Studies and Anthology from Blackwell and a review article on Lowrider Research for the Oxford Online Bibliography in Latino-Latina Studies. He is currently working on a new project on Mexican-American fast-pitch softball tournaments. Fast-pitch Mexican-American softball tournaments in the Midwest and Texas. Who knew? Our third panelist is Santino J. Rivera, independent author and publisher and owner of Broken Sword Publications. Born in Denver, Colorado, Rivera began his career as a freelance journalist, street poet, and later as an emergency medical technician on, quote, the mean streets of Jacksonville, Florida. In 2012, Santino published Ban This, Toma! the BSP Anthology of Chicano-Chicana Literature as a response, rational, calm response, angry response to continued censorship and book banning of Chicano-Chicana authors in La Tusca. The book was featured at the 2013 Tucson Festival of Books live on C-SPAN. In 2013, Rivera's Indie House publication, publication in-house 
indie publication house, released the controversial collection of comics, Josh Devine's Ducktown, from Colorado artist Josh Devine. In 2014, Rivera released Lowriding, Shots, Rides, and Stories from the Chicano Soul, an anthology about lowriders and lowrider culture, featuring the photography of Art Mesa, and stories from over 30 authors, including Luis J. Rodriguez and a newcomer named Luis Alberto Urrea. <laughs> Rivera currently lives with his family in San Agustin, La Florida. Otra vez, bienvenidos, nuestros amigos, to Tucson, Arizona. Thank you. The belly of the beast, as some would say. This is the book that we are going to be talking about, rather they are going to be talking about, Low Riding, Arts, uh, Shots, Rides, and Stories from the Chicano Soul. And uh, we can just start just uh, opening up with uh, just a real quick general question. When did low riding become a, a subject matter for academic and uh, serious writers and photographers? We'll go there for Ben since he's a professor okay. here. <laughs> Well, um, one, of the, one of the reasons that I got involved in, uh, in the lowrider research was that uh, I went to school in Texas, and I, the, the lowrider cars that I saw on the street were one of the, one of the signs that uh, Austin was really multiple Austins. And it was one of the ways that different spaces in the city were, were marked out, and the university space was very different from uh, some other parts of town. And so... Um, that led me to the library to find out, well, who has talked about this? And actually, uh, the lowrider research goes back a uh, long ways, and, um, including uh, the work of, of James Griffith from uh, right here in Arizona. Uh, my work couldn't have been possible without, without him. It seems like uh, people in a lot of places uh, where uh, they're in a university, but they see that there are things going on around them uh, that they want to understand, and so uh, a lot of folklorists and anthropologists uh, going back into the, uh, boy, I'd have to say the 70s. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit behind journalists, I think. Uh, um, some of the uh, reporters uh, uh, wrote articles about lowriders um, before academics, uh, but of course uh, people were publishing in the communities uh, before that as well, uh, representing themselves. Art, as a photographer of, of lowriders, uh, as you we talked in the bio, capture your Chicano soul. Um, does one have to be a Chicano to be a lowrider? No. I think the, you know, one has to appreciate mm -hmm. in order to show that in the photographs. You know, uh, the love you have for them, the appreciation you have for the lowriders will show in the photographs, you know, when other people see them. They'll see what you're looking at, what you want to uh, convey in the, in the message of the photo. Uh, a lot of the lowriders, if you've seen, they've had murals, you know, uh, painted on them. Um, everything, almost everything about the car is custom. You know, there's no fun in driving a, a stock car, you know. Um, so you want to take one of those details and really show it off the way you know the owner wants to show it off. I've been lucky that with the shots that I've taken, the owners see them most of the time, you know. Mm -hmm. They tell me they, they like the shots, so I've done them justice. I've done their car justice, and I'm, I'm happy with that. So you don't have to be Chicano. You just have to be an admirer, you know, because it'll come out in the photograph you take. You know. Santino, talk about the project, uh, how it got going, and uh, what you had, what you were trying to accomplish, and what you think has been accomplished w with this book. Um, <clears throat> Art, as he was talking about his photographs, uh, I've been a fan of his photography for as long as he's been doing it, and 
we just we, I kept pushing him and to to do more and more with it. And he's he's very humble about his his work and, and his talents, and he has a natural uh, gift for taking the pictures. Uh, if you if you look in the book and you see them, you would have no clue that uh, Art has never taken a photography class in his life. Um, he just has a natural gift for it. So we kind of brainstormed and talked about matching up his photographs with stories um, that would reflect the photos and maybe give some background behind them. And I started doing research into literature and it was shocking to me that there are no there is no literature where and and I mean like fiction and poetry short stories about low riders or low riding culture it, it doesn't it doesn't exist um, and that really kind of blew me away because they're so popular worldwide uh, if you read in the book here Luis J. Rodriguez talks about low rider culture being popular in Tokyo <laughs> And like Art just said, you don't have to be Chicano to appreciate uh, the lowrider culture. But Tokyo is really, really, really into lowriders and lowrider and also Chicano culture. And it's not like they're just dressing up in costumes and emulating like some of the you know hipsters might do uh, these days. They're really deep into the culture and they show a deep respect for it. You know, you, you've seen lowriders in, in the magazines, you've seen them in movies, in negative portrayals all the time, but. They don't exist in literature. Um, there's been history books about them, and there's been just you know photography books, but there hasn't been any any stories about the people that build these cars, that love them, that drive them, admire them. Um, I mean, I, I drove one when I was a kid in Denver. We used to cruise, and I've got tons of stories from back in the day, both good and bad stories. But those kind of stories are usually passed down from generation to generation, or they're stories you tell your friends or whatever about, you know, when we used to cruise in the good old days. And I wanted to kind of get that kind of vibe and those, those kind of stories and put them in a book um, because I know those stories are out there. There's a bazillion of them. It was just a matter of trying to collect them. And, uh, you know, I, I talk all the time about it gets really old going into bookstores, especially like Barnes & Noble going to the, the, the quote-unquote Hispanic section and seeing the same six books, mm -hmm. you know, that, that are there coast All to coast. Yeah, well, that's always the same books, you know. I mean, we're, we're, even, we're even segregated in, in mainstream bookstores, you know. And I, I, the, the books that I publish, I try and give an independent voice and another voice that I know mainstream literature isn't going to take a chance on and isn't, isn't going to even look at um, to give our culture a chance to be exposed to the mainstream. This, you know, obviously I'm biased, but I mean, this is a dynamite book. There's a amazing writers in here. His photographs are mind-blowingly good. Um, and it just, it was, it was a shock to me that nothing like this mm -hmm. exists. It just, it doesn't exist. So you want to like, take a stab as to uh, say, why, why do you think or speculate why, why there, it does not exist? I th is well, it, I think is it a question of publishers just don't think, want to get into, don't think it sells, or... I think the mainstream as a whole pigeonholes uh, Chicano culture no. as, as, as a negative, and that they don't think that we do anything other than get in trouble or cause trouble, or... And I was talking on the radio uh, last week in New Mexico, and the guy, the host, asked me a question about the stereotypical negative aspects of low-riding culture, and I told him that um, I blame mass media, the mainstream, and movies for that. That would be newspapers too, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, not you personally, but no, you know. No, no, no. <laughs> but it struck me as low writing 
is as American as anything else. And when you look at things like muscle cars, like mm-hmm. muscle car culture and classic car culture, you know, those are those are embraced as an, a piece of uh, Americana. They're everybody. They're, they're seen as wholesome and family mm-hmm. fun, and nobody ever has any negative connotations about mm-hmm. it. But when you talk about lowriders, everybody's always like, "Oh man, you know, it's here, here, here comes here yeah. comes the bad guys," you know. So. Well, speaking of American graffiti, the. Um, Movie that, of course, glorified uh, cruising in, in okay, Modesto, por ahí, Fresno, por, in, in Califas. Uh, in your book, there, uh, you, you have a, an interview regarding uh, Boulevard Nights, Boulevard Nights, uh, the movie that came out in, correct me, what, what year was that? 79. 79. Uh, and that movie did what, uh, Art, uh, for, for lowriders? Uh, Take the, take the mic away from Santino. <laughs> he's hogging it up. You say, I mean, he's just grabbing it. I think we're out of time already. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that movie um, introduced the lowrider to, to the world. Um, let everybody know what was going on on uh, Whittier Boulevard. Uh, it was a great movie even uh, to this day. Um, it, it had a great story behind it. You know, I, I, I like Danny and way more now after reading the, the interview and how honest he was in the book about him playing the part of uh, Chuko in the movie. Um, I, I just think uh, Boulevard Nights just took the, the lowrider to, you know, whole new heights, you know, no pun intended with, the, you know, the hydraulics and all that, but um, it, it was a good movie, way ahead of its time. And, and I think to go back to the question you were, you were asking, I think uh, mass media thinks, you know, uh, Boulevard Nights has already been done. You know, why do we need to put out books on, on lowrider culture? The Danny that Art was referring to uh, is Danny De La Paz, uh, who was the uh, uh, primary actor uh, in the movie Boulevard Nights. We'll continue with low writing, low writing, stories, art, life, and perspectives of the low writing culture on 30 Minutes, 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I should have stated at the beginning that we were going to have four panelists uh, today, uh, Gloria Moran, was going to join us, uh, but happily, Gloria had a baby, and uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and and could not make it. And um, I bring her in now because she, last year Gloria uh, produced a, a a short documentary, The Unique Ladies, uh, about a low riding club in San Diego. Uh, and I'm going to like to read briefly from her uh, essay in the book, and then I'd like to ask Ben. Uh, and, and the panel about women in the lowrider culture, which we perceive, rightly or wrongly, as, as a, a macho thing. This year, 2013, was the triumphant debut of my short documentary, The Unique Ladies, which follows an all-women lowrider car club in San Diego, California. Triumphant because it took nearly seven years to complete, despite major health delays and financial woes. Being a light-skinned weta filming in a community of color, I'm often treated as an outsider. It takes some flexing of my hood knowledge to gain rapport and confidence, often involving me to reveal how I came to the idea of making a documentary about women lowriders. And how did you get into the lowrider culture? I'm often asked by Chicano, Chicana lowriders that I meet while filming. I'll offer a shorthand explanation of growing up with a Chicano dad from the east side Stockton, California, where a Sunday afternoon of chilling with the homies was quite common for us, and we, we, and we frequented the impromptu cruise 
local lowrider show and concert. The palatable emotions of entering lowrider culture resurface when I explain my connection to the culture. Each time I tell my story, I can still go back to that hot Stockton afternoon at the fairgrounds where a huge lowrider show was well underway and I trailed my papi everywhere. I can't see, papi, I can't see, I said tugging at my dad's pant leg. So she continues on to tell the story how he lifted her and she saw her first tricked out lowrider and she fell in love. And I understand the love, although I didn't pursue it like Loria, and I think some of us find that connection uh, with the vehicle, the beauty of it. But from Gloria's perspective, and if, if you can, talk about Chicanas uh, in La Cultura. Ben, you want to take a stab at it first? Uh, well, I, where I'm, do they fit? How do they play into the, in, I'm, into I'm the glad whole you, culture? I'm glad you read that piece because I, th I think that that's such a, it's such a beautiful example of something that I feel like I really learned from doing this work, which is how important that gathering place is of a, of a neighborhood and an impromptu cruise. And, you know, uh, if, if, uh, if there's a neighborhood that you're from and you identify it as your home, that's a lot like a family. And you don't get to pick everybody who's in your family, right? But you still have some kind of relationship to them. And, that, and I think that that's a lot of what's, uh, what's going on with, uh, with um, some of these kinds of questions about, well, you know, such a small slice of what's happening in that space when a neighborhood gets together. There are all kinds of people in that, in that space. And, uh, and, and uh, women are very much a part of that. And how, but again, how do they fit in uh, as, as equal partners, uh, as a separate community within that community? Yeah. Do they refer themselves as, as cholas who ride slow and low? Or how, how do they approach uh, th their community? Yeah. Well, that, you know, there are, there are all kinds of relationships out there. And, and there are, there are um, uh, car clubs that are women only. There are, there are car clubs with women involved. And there are women who are interested in, in cars but aren't in a club. So it's, it's just a real mix. Mm -hmm. Art, your experience. Uh, I, I think it's the same. Um, you know, we met a few people, uh, you know, taking, collecting these photos. Uh, met a lot of people, heard a lot of stories. Uh, some women proud, you know, to stand in front of their car, you know, because it, it's theirs. Uh, it's ignited that, um, you know, my wife wants her own car now. My daughter wants hers, you know. So uh, it's like one at a time. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, it's it just. It costs a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she wants a Mercury, so it's a little more than a, a little, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just, you have the love for the car, whoever it is, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter, and, you know, I've been fortunate to meet some very good people, some very nice people, and just listen to their stories. Um, I, I see it as everyone, you know, if, if you've got the love for the car, you know, it doesn't matter, um, and also, you know, you don't have to be in a specific club, you can... Uh, you can ride together and no one's in a club, you know, so women can ride with men or, or you know, just cruise their, their car. They don't need to be affiliated with any, anyone in specific. It's just all about having a good time, you know, like, like uh, Ben was talking mm -hmm. about that impromptu cruise. You know, we set up like, uh, we, we did like a, a TV show. Uh, they came over, they filmed a, you know, a segment uh, for their show. And um, that's what all it was. We would put out a call. We got like 10 people to show up just, you know, it just had a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, everyone's got their, their rides. Uh, a friend of mine gave his uh, fiance, she, he didn't give her an engagement ring, he gave her a 58 Impala. <laughs> oh, that's love. A nice 58 Impala. Oh. He's got a 59, she's got a 58. That was her engagement ring. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Honey, ya ves? Wow, 58. 
<laughs> I, I think she did. I think, I think we've been dancing a little bit around uh, the subject of stereotypes. So let's get into it. You know, orale, vámonos. Last year, my wife and I went to, uh, went to San Diego, and uh, we were pedaling on our bicycles, and we were, went down to Mission Bay Park, and we came across a really beautiful collection of, of uh, VW bugs. You know how they've been tricked out and, and, and just modified, just beautiful. And largely, largely, largely owners, uh, uh, lack of a better word, gabachos. And um, I thought, oh, how, get cute. <laughs> and we probably would all have the same reaction, you know, how nice. But if we were to see a collection of tricked out VWs con raza, raza y ramflas, we would say, some of us might say, hmm, it's a gang. Am I overstating this? Uh, or, uh, no, not at all. Uh, so talk about the stereotypes that go with low riding and, and, and the the work that the that the clubs do to dispel the stereotypes uh one of the last one of the the car shows i i went to while collecting these photos was uh one held by uh the tweety mile association over in southgate uh near los angeles a successful show great turnout they still decided to cancel it you know for the next year thinking about uh you know negativity just violence or whatever and nothing happened it was, it was a great show um a lot of the people i've met I, I've made a lot of good friendships, and you get to you get to meet them. You get to really get to know them. Great people, and you know it's just they're all just looking to have a good time. You know everybody's so welcoming. You know they invite me and my, my family out to you know barbecues and, and picnics, and and we get to you know hang out and and I just you know do my thing with the photos. But um, it, it's 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 a lot of nonsense. You know I, I think there, there's nothing wrong with just having a good time. And that's all, you know, people are out to do. Just have a good time with friends. And ben, in your work, your research, uh, you must delve into the issue of, of stereotyping. Uh, from the club's perspective, the m members, uh, talk about their frustrations and how they deal sure. with the stereotypes. Well, um, the, the club that I spent the most time with um, had, a, had a lot of strict, I guess you could call them social policies. They were uh, uh, no gangs, no drugs and uh, no drinking while you're wearing the club shirt. And so they were very... Uh, Sounds very, like church. Yeah. <laughs> they were very proactively trying to present a different image counter to the mm -hmm. stereotype. Um, at the same time, you know, like, like, I, like I just said, we're, uh, when, you're, when you're out in a neighborhood and you're cruising, all kinds of people come through that space. And so, you know, they were, uh, sometimes there's a, there was a club that would, uh, you know, get a reputation for being troublemakers. You know, or sometimes there are rivalries between clubs. Mm -hmm. And that's just, uh, I mean, I think that's part of being uh, part of a human organization. Uh, they didn't, uh, the lowriders that I knew didn't call it, uh, they didn't call it gangs, they called it drama and politics. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, you know, to get, to get to the question of stereotyping, I think that, you know, we have to remember that when, um, when, when the media as a whole or when some kind of uh, larger culture uh, puts negative meanings onto something, that's because, uh, you know, there, there are reasons for that, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's a media that, that is looking for a way to cast something in a negative light or has, has a need to do that. And so, you know, in, in a lot of ways, a lot of the lowriders that I got to know uh, felt like there was no way that they could win. Uh, you know, they could, uh, they could uh, be straight and narrow, like you said, make, it, make mm -hmm. the club like church, and they would still get pulled over. Right. And so, and so there's, there's something bigger going on there than, uh, 
than a sort of objective assessment of what the lowrider's behavior was. Santino, do you want to crack open the book and uh, read, uh, I'm putting you on the spot here, uh, pick out a, a selection that, that you enjoy very much you want to share with us? Oh, boy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read a piece by Robert Flores, who's actually sitting right over there. Say hi, Robert. Uh, Robert's piece is called Take a Little Trip with Me. I am 16 years old. It's 1975, and I drive a lowrider. It's a 1968 VW painted with three shades of brown. I have that stenciled on the side rear windows, shades of brown. It has more speakers than I need, a little white steering wheel. The city I live in is rife with gangs and car clubs, but I don't roll like that. Soy nerd con cuatro ojos. <laughs> I am 16 years old, and I play the sax, and I drive a lowrider. I play in every band at my high school, marching jazz, orchestra. I also play on weekends in a band called Suave, like the car club that the rest of the band is in. We play for the car club dances, weddings, quinceañeras, you name it. We play oldies and the new stuff for that day. War, EFW, top. After school one day, this friend comes up to me. Robert, this dude is looking for you. I think he wants to kick your ass. Orale. His name is Bobby Colin, and he's driving a 1953 Ford, primer green, mas fail. He asked me to be in his band, Suave. Sure, and get paid? Hell yeah. I'm 16 years old, and I go to Catholic school, and I drive a lowrider. My high school is 90% white, 8% brown, 2% who gives a F. My grade school was almost all Latino, so this situation is a little strange for both the gavachos and us brownies. They think we are all in gangs or gardeners. Well, some of them do. They dig the lowrider. What choice do they have? Or I'll get my gang on you. We do get along. We party, cruising the streets of Santana. Good times. The city is divided into at least four different gang territories. F Troop, Dogtown, Delhi Aces, and Santanita. Now I have friends in all of the territories. I have to be careful when I cruise around town. Once, a friend who lived in Dogtown was at my house. We went to get beer. Yes, we were in high school. And this girl called him out. Where are you from? Holy. He got in my car and said, drive, drive. I got out of there and I asked him, what happened? He was all shook up. This girl asked me, where are you from? And it wasn't like, hey, handsome, where are you from? It was like, hey, where are you from? I said, damn. At least he had bought the beer before we had the jam. <laughs> I am 54 years old now. I drive a Toyota Tundra. But when I was 16... Really nice. That, that piece brought up mentioned uh, musica. Uh, I'm into musica Latina and music in general big time. Lowriders also have their musica, their music. And generally, uh, stereotypically, it's... Uh, uh, the uh, teen baby songs, uh, the, the oldies. I've never understood por qué. <laughs> I know some of them are into hip-hop and, and, and also Motley uh, Los Lobos and maybe even mariachi, but generally it's the, the teen baby uh, oldie songs. Uh, low and slow. Low and slow. <laughs> uh, but is there another explanation for it? It just... It just I don't know, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I tra mean, it's tradition. It's the music that I love myself. I mean, that's the same thing that I would play. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're cruising. You want people to hear what you're, what you're playing. 
I mean, that's what I would choose. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I love Ozomali myself, but you know, I'd be playing the oldies too. I think some of it's generational too, though, because uh-huh. so there, there's a lot of cast that like to, like to keep it true to the original style, and you know they always say oldies are forever. You know, so if if, Simone, if, they are. if, if you're keeping it true to, to the OGs and the original, you're gonna you're gonna play that music, and it's seen a revival, I think, uh, in the past decade. But when, when I was a kid in the '90s, we didn't we didn't play the oldies. We were cruising to Cypress Hill and uh, NWA and, you know, all, all the gangster rap of that era. So, I mean, it, 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 it kind of changes with, with every generation. Generation, and also uh, generation of cars. Uh, you see, like, a lot of lowriders, uh, you know, driving, like, like 40s, 50s bombs, and then you see, um, you know, 70s, 80s with the newer music, like Zap and Roger. Yeah. Um, it was uh, George Clinton and stuff like that. A lot of it matches the car. Right, uh, right, know? right, right. So, and that, that's also what I would do. I mean, if I'm driving like a, you know, 50 Chevy, you know, I, I keep it, you know, oldies, but. Uh Orale. You've been listening to excerpts from the 2014 Festival of Books. La Estrella de Tucson editor Ernesto Portillo Jr., who's also a KXCI programmer, moderated the panel entitled "Low Writing, Low Writing: Stories, Art, Life, and Perspectives of the Low Writing Culture." The panel was hosted by Nuestras Raices, a program of the Pima County Library. Panelists included Santino J. Rivera, Art Mesa, and Ben Chappelle. Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. A podcast of this show can be found at kxci.org.